0: Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can follow us on Facebook or visit our website at BeatitudesChurch.org. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society. Uh, When I read the scripture passages today that Pastor Jim sent me earlier this week, my immediate response was one of relief, The uh, passage is often repeated in the midst of uncertainty and insecurity, and its significance can't be overstated. For the early followers of Jesus back then, it spoke of the yoke of the traditions and rules of the Pharisees imposed on humankind. For our 21st century worldview, though, it resonates a collective solidarity that we all share from time to time of weariness and indifference, from laboring day after day to no benefit. On this Labor Day weekend of paying tribute to the contributions and accomplishments of the American worker, we can share this passage with others to restore spirits and hope. Matthew eleven twenty eight to 29. Come to me, all who are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls.
1: Do any of you know where Altadena, California is? Well, if you're watching the Rose Parade in the world, where all the big grandstands are on the TV and all of that, and you see the mountains behind the parade up in the top of the picture, at the foot of those mountains is Altadena, California. I grew up in that community. It was a one of those rare places with 40,000 people that was unincorporated. It was part of Los Angeles County. My home church was Altadena Community Church, which became a United Church of Christ in about 1968. And while I was growing up, we had a family in that church, uh, a mom, a dad, and two sons, two boys. Uh, The oldest one's name was Ted and the younger one's name was Chris. And Ted had some emotional problems. And uh, somehow he was able to get through mail order or somewhere, you gotta remember, this was a long time ago. Somehow he was able to get a gun and he shot and killed his brother. And so the family, the mom and the dad lost one son that way and the other son was uh, discovered to be schizophrenic and spent the rest of his life institutionalized. So they lost both boys at once. As a memorial to them, they took a, a, I guess it was sort of a storage room, actually, in the church, and they converted it into a chapel. And it had two small stained glass windows in it and a couple of pews. And I used to have my Sunday school lessons in that little chapel. And in the uh, front of the chapel were the windows and off to the side was an alabaster statue of Jesus risen. And I mean, it was life size and it had the marks from the nails in his hands and the the wound in his side and the marks in his feet from his crucifixion. And on the back wall behind that statue were the words, come unto me all ye who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. And the family built that chapel in memory of their sons. We seem to be laboring under so much these days We're laboring under political division of of which we've never seen before. We're laboring under climate change that has become more evident daily as we have seen this summer with storms and floods and fires and melting polar ice caps. We've seen gun violence such that no school, no church, no shopping mall is safe from it. We've labored under a pandemic that just doesn't seem to want to go away. We labor under an epidemic of drug abuse and death, thanks to opioids like fentanyl. We labor under the thought of autocratic regimes throughout the world. I could go on, but I won't. And now we hear Jesus saying in this lesson, come to me with all of your anxieties, your worries, and your fears, and I will give you rest from them. He says, come to me. Bring your cares and your fears to me, and I will ease your burdens. So what do we do with this promise, this promise that Jesus makes? Does Jesus have a magic wand that's going to whisk away all of our anxieties about all of these troubles? Do we just swear to allegiance to Jesus and and then ignore any responsibility that we might have in trying to solve these problems? Do we just sit back and wait for the second coming of Jesus himself to set things right, as millions of Christians do, what we're really asking is exactly what is this rest that Jesus is promising? Perhaps the rest is found in what he says next. He says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. A yoke in itself is, might be considered a burden, like the, the yoke of an ox. That's kind of the picture that I have, maybe you, you do too. That it's, it's a burden, that it's heavy, that it's cumbersome. But not in the sense that Jesus is talking about. A yoke for Jesus is, is a form of guidance for carrying heavy loads. The yoke on an ox helps the ox to guide it in its work. Jesus' yoke steers us toward responsible faith and service. As we look to his person, as we look to his teachings, and as we look to his example, we find rest in the love of that mysterious creator we call by many names. The rest we find in Jesus is confidence, assurance, and hope despite all of the challenges of these troubled times. We each come to Jesus in whatever way makes sense to us. Some of us come to Jesus in prayer, and meditation. We may come to Jesus in, in the scriptures and how we read the scriptures. We may come to Jesus in the, the study of his life, of his teaching and his ministry to others. Jesus' call to come to me is not a command, but an invitation. An invitation to bring our fears and doubts to a source of peace and hope that we might find in the divine presence that is greater than the cares of this world. Jesus' call to come to me is an invitation to lift the yoke, of fear and anxiety and hopelessness that can weigh us down beyond our endurance, and replace it with a yoke of love, promise, and grace that gives us a reason not to give up on this world despite its problems. I often think of this chapel and the alabaster Jesus in the Bible verse on the wall especially when I can't watch or hear the news anymore because it's so depressing. The chapel, in thinking of the chapel and the alabaster, Jesus helps me to see light amidst the darkness of the times. It reminds me of another verse that has been attributed to Jesus, which says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. What better light to follow than the light we find in Jesus? And What better yoke to carry than to carry his? May we find in him a yoke to guide us and a light to show us the way. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining us for today's show. You can help us to continue this program by making your donations at Beatitudeschurch.org backslash online-giving. Beatitudes Radio, empowering people to enrich society.